Hey, we are back, and this is episode 254, and this episode is a two-man jam with myself and Bender. Uh, this episode features you know, a couple of stories, me about taking my daughter to a concert, my oldest daughter, to a concert for Louis Tomlinson, and how our dad-daughter date night went, and then how Bender's dad-daughter date night went for a daddy-daughter dance. Uh, very different nights, uh, but both very awesome experiences for both of us. But after that, we also talk about the Joe Rogan thing a little bit, and while Bender and I align politically for the most part i would say he's a little more left leaning than me uh, like i mean i lean left a little but he's a little bit more i don't want to say extreme because that's not the word for him um but it's a good example of how yes we both agree that this is kind of a smear campaign and it's a little too much targeting one person and stuff like that but we get a little heated and, and just an argumentative back and forth but what's great about it is we move past it and we get into the you know having some fun talking about the pop culture stuff at the end like uh the new show reacher or nightmare alley or uh he talks about the first season of c so I know it's not we're not going to solve any of the world's problems here, but I wish more people could listen in on a podcast like this one where two guys that are legitimately great friends can disagree or even argumentatively agree and then move past it and go to something else. We don't have enough of that in this world. Hopefully this episode paints that picture pretty clear and you enjoy it because we enjoyed the whole time conversation and we I enjoyed drinking beer again on the podcast. So, um, again, this is episode 254 and it's coming at you when the bomb goes off, which you should know is about now. Ours with the the girls regular ones is like six or seven, and yeah. for the pro it's like nine. Was or, it really for us? Yeah. <laughs> so either way, I was yeah. like, so I I traded in, but uh, they they don't come with a fucking wall charger now, and then they changed the thing out to the USB C. They got yeah, they got a brand. I didn't know they didn't come with a wall charger anymore. Oh, you haven't done, you haven't gotten the phones yet. No, the girls get here Wednesday, and ours gets here on the twenty second. So you don't get the brick anymore. Yeah. Oh, you don't. And the cord is a USB C. It's the new one that matches my iPad and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so our iPad still has the old yeah. old uh, USB. Well, that's st- and they go to the the new new flash chargers or whatever too. Apple's got a brand new flat. Yeah. One. So. I have a ton of cords laying around, and some of them work in varying degrees of, you know, how, depending on how you're holding it. Missy's going to be very mad that she just got, got a bunch of extra cheap cords and put them on every, because our couch, since it's a yeah. refiner, has the little cool thing. Those those will still work, because uh, the end of your phone part is still the same. Oh, okay. It's the other end that goes into well, the see, brick. See, is on the, the iPad, it's completely, it, both, both the oh, ends really? are the same. Yeah. So those will still work, but... Uh, you can get on Amazon. I just ordered three bricks for like sixteen bucks with the USB C. It's just so much extra money. It really, and it's just why. And we don't need them because everybody in the house, well, except for Kalen, everybody in the house has uh, a charging station. Yeah. by their bed. But see, I don't have that. But my nightstand yeah. has like a USB drive well, that you just hook your cord. Missy into. and Hayden both have the theirs charges their watch and phone. I just have one that's got a power bank that goes no. to. So I have one at my desk. Yeah. This is a uh, riveting, riveting information. Podcast. But we are back, uh, yeah. and you only I mean, you don't have to start it. With ah, our we're starting it with that. Orders. We're starting it with that, uh, <laughs> and it's just you and I. Uh, since the other two, one is getting ready to go to Mexico, and the other's in Springfield, Missouri. I assume he's going for fun. Yes, yeah, okay. it's been a trip that they planned for a while. I was gonna say, I think he's he's in IT, right? There's no reason for him really to go to Mexico. Oh yeah, no, no, it's not work related. It's yeah. uh, it's I'm, I'm good for go. him. Yeah, I think uh, it's like with their in laws. Uh, cool. I don't know if it's his in laws or her in laws. Either way, 
I'm sure he's going to have a good time. And I also don't remember when he's going. I thought... I assume it's this week. I guess. That's why you got so much to do. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I'm assuming. I'm um, going to Jamaica in May. Oh, well, that's nice. We're going to New York in June. We told you about that. Yeah. Uh, we go to Indianapolis next month, which should still be nice and rainy Soccer. and cold. Yeah. But it's still fun up there. Well, oh yeah, we went, we've been up there for soccer. But let's uh, let's kind of start with uh, hopefully a much more riveting story than we just started with. Uh, and uh, I wanted to jump into my weekend, my Saturday, because I texted you guys that dry January. I officially shit all over dry January by. I mean, it wasn't January anymore though. I know, but I mean, you I was like, saying, all your games you I'm, lost. Yeah, I'm saying it's <laughs> fucked up February because. Uh, and, and you know, so. My daughter's 16 now, so most yeah. of the bonding is gone. Yeah, she is. She's, she's not own, liking you anymore until yeah, she, like maybe after college. She's her own person, and that person doesn't get along with me. Uh, but one thing we do have together is that we go see all these concerts together. Mm-hmm. And for a couple of reasons. One, I think she feels safer when she goes to an area that's, fair. that's a little worrisome with, than her friends. And two, she knows I don't. I rarely say no to anything she wants to buy mm-hmm. at the concerts. So, and she, is, she this time she split half of it with us, which just reminded me I need to take sixty five bucks from her. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, we That's went. Nice to have your kid's bank account. I got that now. Too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we went to the Louis Tomlinson concert, which for those that don't I have know, no idea who that is. He's though. a former member of One Direction. One I only know Harry Styles, which I love. Which they're all they they all have a massive career. Do they? Harry's Good for them though. by far the biggest. Okay, but, but that's awesome. Though. Yeah, but they all have. I mean, the pageant was as full as I've ever seen it. Um, which we'll get to in a second. What's his name? Louis Tomlinson? Tomlinson. And it's funny that him. you said... Who, so So you know how the pageant's laid out, yeah. right? You yeah. got an east and west entrance, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the line wrapped from the east and west entrance around the building and all the way back behind the parking lot and met up. Yeah. That's how long the line was. I saw was. your post. Uh, yeah. I w- and, and, and by the way... I said it was 20 degrees out. It was probably single digits with the wind chill. It was so fucking cold. Those brick buildings don't help, man. We got there. We got there. So here's what we did. We decided to make a day of it. We were going to go down early. I did have to start softball practice, and then I left it in charge with my assistant coaches, and I left. And so I went, come home real quick, changed clothes, picked her up. We left. We got down at the loop. It's just you and her, none of her Just me and her. Just me and her. We got down at Del Mar Loop at about... 3 30 mm-hmm. the concert was at eight the line was already that deep that you saw yeah people were in line eight o'clock the previous night for what for loot so they could get front row in the pit oh that makes sense yeah because it's not assigned seating it well just on the pit it yeah. was assigned seating if you bought seats yeah. but i didn't know if maybe if you were the first i 50 thought 50 people you met him or something i've been to a million concerts down there i thought for sure four hours ahead of time was going to get us perfect good spots yeah we saw the line and the merch stand what they were doing is they were taking like every 10 people in each line they'd say you can go in buy merch and then when 10 people come out they say 10 more people go and buy it never got back to us mm-hmm. but since it was a frustrating long line was already long Kaylin goes well let's just go sit down somewhere and eat so we went to three kings this mm-hmm. is the second time i've eaten there the last time was with shane presley i talked about it second time ever yeah Oh, I love that place. Yeah, it's a good place. Did in you the have loop? the royal with the burger with the egg on it? No, I did oh, not. I so had good. the uh, the hot chicken sandwich. Yeah. But I had too. the spicy chicken uh, toasted raviolis, which are so good. Oh, that must be new. They And they've got uh, their little uh, spicy ranch sauce. Yeah. You dip it. Oh, it's so good. I think Bryce, Bryce our buddy Bryce, oh, sells yeah. those. And he made them at home one day because, you know, he's got to test out all the food that he 
he sells them like that's his what he does well he's a sales distributor for uh whatever the largest food food distributor is and yeah so like on friday nights he'll be like hey i got a bunch of shit and that was one of them they were really good i need some raviolis from him for the super bowl because Hayden says she wants them but anyway so we so we go eat i have a couple of uh couple of beers one uh high abv hadn't really drank a whole lot since february 1st so i already had a fine buzz then we go and get line man at like I guess it was around 5.30 they decided to move the line. We're like, oh, maybe we're all going to get in early. But no, what they did is they just started made the line squish forward mm-hmm. so they could be ready. So where we got moved from all the way around behind the building all the way up to pin-up bowl, in front of pin-up bowling. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there, and I, my ability to make friends helped Kaylin out because she made friends with these kids from Mississippi mm-hmm. and then a couple of kids uh, from St. Peter's. So she had a new set of friends. Oh, that's cool. And I told her. Hang out with them. Have yeah. a blast. I yeah. mean, you know, I know she was – there's a couple things that was going to happen that was going to make me happy to see. Uh, I told Missy, I said, we raised her right because she really is affected by music, so we were going to see her cry, <laughs> and I was going to see her dance. Yeah. And just genuine happiness, yeah. you know. I was sad because she did make friends, and I was going to let them go do their thing. So I was happy for it, but I was sad because I didn't get to see it. Yeah. I didn't get to see all the stuff I wanted to see, but that's okay. It's part of growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but we're sitting in line and they're all talking about the show Euphoria. They're talking about other bands. And I'm sitting here free. At this point, I cannot feel my toes. Yeah. My hands are gone. I could barely type out messages to Missy. <laughs> I looked at Pinup Bowling and the, there was no one at the bar, no one inside. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go in there and get me a shot of whiskey or something. So I walk in. Bartender, she comes up. She goes, "What can I do?" And I go, "It's so fucking hot outside. I need whiskey." She goes, "I'll do it with you." So she she poured us a couple of shots of Four Roses, and I said, "Do you guys have coffee?" And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "You sure you don't want a mixed drink?" She goes, "I've been making all the adults that come in mixed drinks in to go coffee cups." Oh, there you go. And I was like, "No, I'll do a coffee." And she goes, "Well, one more shot." And I said, "Yeah." So technically, I bought four shots of. Two for her, two for me. Yeah. And I'll buy them. It's the yeah. bar day school. And then she poured me a hell of a shot and a half of in my coffee cup. There you go. She charged me 10 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, I gave her $25 and said, have at it. Yeah. That's all you. And she goes, I appreciate it. I go, I appreciate you for saving my <laughs> life. So I went outside and drank my coffee. At this point, I am buzzed as all get out. I still hadn't texted you guys yet. Yeah. I get inside. First thing we do is go to the merch booth. And I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. Was not sucky. I guess so many people were being forced in and out during the line that by the time we got inside, we were like five back in the merch line. Uh And and when I say not sucky, I waited two and a half hours in the merch line for Harry Styles with Kaylin. Outside. What, buy a t-shirt? To buy whatever paraphernalia that she wanted, memorabilia she wanted. Uh But... I mean, it was insane. I mean, I guess I get it. Like, uh, when we go to a, brewery, a new brewery, I want, like, a T-shirt or a sticker. Oh, yeah. Well, so the merch line for Harry Harry Styles opened up the day before. Oh. That's how popular he is. And I was like, holy shit. I should have came the day before. Yeah. But, so we get their merch. I put my coat in it because, you know, the coat check's closed, I guess, because COVID. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I put my jackets in the bag. We get inside. I go. Does it, do you want water? Does any of the girls want water? Because I was at this point, I was being dad for all these girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, no. And I'm like, all right. Well, I went to the bar. I got me a. I mean, this this is where I knew uh, drunk Jeremy was taking over because yeah. I go up to the bar and I go, I need a. Uh, um, what did I end up? Oh, a uh, four hands. Some from four hands and an IPA from four hands. I go. I need one of those. And I sit there and I go. Oh look. 
four roses again. And can I have a shot of four roses? Oh, yeah. And so she, they're still like, All yeah. the good ideas are kicking yeah. it down. So I took a shot of four roses, and she goes, the bartender being great, I guess she recognized the look on my face. She goes, well, first off, maybe she was checking to see if I was a creeper, because she goes, you're here with kids, right? <laughs> I go, I am. I go, my, yeah, I brought one. I, my daughter's <laughs> out there somewhere, and I said, I'm just going to let them have at it. And she goes, just a tip. There's no one upstairs. But the uh, outside the assigned seating upstairs, yeah. which was sold out, she said all the rail spots are open. And she goes, it's all going to be parents up there. And I'm like, fuck right. So I go upstairs. I tell Kaylin, hey, I'm going upstairs. Yeah. So I go upstairs. By the time I'm upstairs, I sat down. I'm almost done with my drink. <laughs> yeah. So I go to the bar. Hey, can I get uh, another another four hands? And they're like, yeah. And I go, and another shot of four hands. <laughs> so I do one. And you really did just uh, double down. That's when I started texting you yeah. guys. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I ended up having one more beer. But like I told you, when the first band was over, which they were called Sunroom, and I was texting Caitlin downstairs. Uh-huh. And if, you know, Missy says this is a good thing that she's comfortable enough talking to me. She goes, because I texted her. I said, this band's awesome. And she goes, yeah. And they're so attractive. I'm drooling over the bass player, and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I'm glad we could talk about this." But, Thank you. Uh, but so, so we're setting. So you know, this band. And one thing about this band that I thought was cool, they they jumped right into a song and they blended their song into a Ramon song, Blitzkrieg Bop. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's." I go, "They are very much like a punk slash Beach Boy vibe. It's weird, like they're kind of mm-hmm. like beach punk." And then they, they go, hey, we like to thank you guys. This is our first big tour. It's really the first time outside of playing our front yard in San Diego. And I go, That's ah, cool. nailed it. Nailed yeah. the vibe. Yeah. Uh, but they were super cool, man. Their That's sound awesome. was awesome. And then, you know, we went, then, and then Louie went on, and I'm not going to like, uh, uh, go too much into the concert. It was a good concert. I mean, I knew his One Direction songs because I have a daughter that's made me listen to him forever. Does he have like his own album or anything? Oh, yeah. He's got a couple. Okay. But he ble- he did three One Direction songs along oh, okay. with his set. And he played like 17 songs. Oh, cool. And he said Fookin a lot because he's Irish. Mm-hmm. And our... Scottish or whatever he is, British. I don't Probably know. Probably Irish. They're 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 all different nationalities. Oh, are they? Yeah, some are Irish, some are British, but they're okay. all. But I mean, you know, they're all talented. Yeah, he's um, a good looking kid. I looked him up. He, you know, I, I believe the first band when after the first song they go, "Holy shit, St. Louis, you guys are crazy!" Right out of the gate, and then when he come out, he goes, "I'm not gonna lie, this is one of the it, it's the pageant, so yeah. the, the acoustics are, are perfect." Yeah, he goes, "This is one of the loudest shows I've played. You guys were hurting my ears backstage." That's he awesome. He goes, "This is great." Uh, but so this didn't say Kansas City. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, so you know, so a couple of things I want to talk about after all of that. I, first off. There's five members of One Direction, there, and I'm not going to get them all right, but it's Harry, Louis, Niles, the one I like. Because, I do remember Niles. Well, he played last year, he played for free via YouTube, Guinness's St. Patrick's Day show, just okay. acoustic, and it was awesome. Uh, then there's Zane, and oh. then there's Liam, so there's five. I've seen two. i got to complete the set, yeah, right? i got to be a bender and complete the set with my daughter. Yeah. I mean, even if she's not into it, you're going to have to, like, steal gotta, it. I'm going to have to go sell <laughs> Like, I feel like that's what we have to do. Well, Vera's uh, coming around to music now, too. There's this uh, there's this girl on, I guess she got, she was on, like, American Idol or something. But she got famous during COVID because her boyfriend cheated on her. <laughs> and she did a TikTok song, like, just, like, kind of going off on him. And then all these girls related to him and they would like write their, they would oh. send her their texts or whatever and then she would put them into a song. It's not Olivia Rodrigo, is no, it? No, That not. girl's massive. That's the driver's license girl, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a different girl. This girl's name's Jax and um, oh. 
She's got a song. Uh, her first big song was uh, "Like My Father," and it's about like wanting to marry a guy who loves his mom as much, loves her as much as her father loves her mom. It's a pretty good song. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, nice message. Yeah, but then she's got a couple other like hits, like this '90s kid song's pretty funny, and Vera loves it, and like. So we listen to that all the time. It's, it's called 90s it's Kids It's called song? 90s oh, okay. Kids, and all it is is like a shit ton of references to the 90s. Well, I like, think that song would be right yeah, up my alley. Yeah. Uh, and then in the video, she, she's got uh, uh, the catcher from Sandlot, who's oh, her actual yeah. friend. So if you look at her TikTok or uh, Instagram or whatever page, which I think Instagram, she just puts her TikToks on Instagram. Yeah, that's know. how they all work together. But uh, right? he's in like a bunch of her like little jingles. She wrote jingles forever. Okay. And, now, and she's pretty fun, but Vera's like super uh, into her now. I've got one more note on the show, and I want to I want to pose a question to you, but before I do, uh, I saw a meme today on Facebook that it said, uh, tonight in L.A., who was it? It was, uh, gosh darn it, it was uh, tonight in L.A., corn and someone else's opening, and jackass is in the theaters. I'm going to go get my best 35-year-old friend, and we're going to do whippets in my dad's Toyota and act like it's 99 all over again. I saw, saw, because you know, like, you know, he's playing the Super Bowl this weekend, right? It's like. Dre and Eminem oh, it's the and best. Snoop yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. And like one of the memes I saw was you remember that movie with uh, Jamie Kennedy where he was like a gangster rich kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like every it was said uh, every kid whose parents are in their late thirties, early forties are about to watch him drop turn into gangster. Yeah, about to out. find out who their parents really are. I like that one. Uh, so what I wanted to ask you is uh, so one thing I did notice at this concert in the pageant when I was up at the top. Um, and you could usually spot the people that were doing it when they walked by, but a ton of weed smelt throughout the show. And I'm thinking, One Direction, Louis Tomlinson. I go, I, I thought to myself, what show will people not smoke weed at? I don't at? think there's any. I, Christian rock, maybe? I don't, maybe. Yeah, probably. That's I, probably it. But I wouldn't put it past people. I'm like, I would say like classical, but I'm like, man, you're probably like doing something. Think, think about the demographic for this crowd. It is a predominantly teenage girl crowd mm-hmm. that gets a little into the 20s. Who's bringing the weed? Is it parents coping with having to drag their kids I to the concert? I would guess it's probably that. Yeah. That would be my guess. It's like the whole top row is just parents like baking Okay, out. so my next question, there should be some camaraderie around that. Why wasn't there a Puff Puff Give situation going on up there? Yeah. Just not to get caught? Because it's all vapes. It's uh, all vapes. It's true. It's true. Uh, like you don't even have to, you really don't even have to hide it anymore with these vape pins. Uh, yeah, I got a story, uh, in line about that here in a little bit for you when we're done. I was uh, never a huge weed smoker though, but all my friends have them and I'll hit one every once in a while. I'm like, this tastes, I liked the taste of weed. Like when people, if I'd hit it every once in a while, I'm like, I just like the taste of it. Yeah. And the pins all taste like shit. Nah, that vape stuff's for the birds, man. Yeah. If you bring electronics into your your, your habit, you're, you yeah. got a problem. Can't wait till we vaporize. Wait till the news. wait till wait till they find a way to electronically uh, alter the way people snort cocaine. Be, <laughs> like I have one line and it goes down at four. Dude, them or you so. say that shit, but like <laughs> it's out there. In, we're pretty into the, like what's that uh, black. Uh, what was that show on uh, Netflix that everybody... Oh, uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black yeah. Mirror. We're pretty close to the Black uh, Mirror shit now. Like someone's going to Rune Goldberg the yeah. way of smoking or uh, snorting cocaine. Like you push the, the domino down and they're going to set yeah. it up. Uh, yeah, so that, that that's the first story I wanted to bring in. I did want to... And, and I think it's even better that it's you and I on here because we once got into a pretty heated debate over Joe Rogan on this podcast before. Oh, yeah, I want to talk... Before you, we get into that, I was going to... Okay, go ahead. I was going to say that I... I 
you don't ever let anybody else talk about their their fun. Oh, weekends, my fault. Last my fault. weekend, this, not this past one. This past one, I went to a father daughter dance with Vera, which was oh, I wanted to tell you about that too. I'm jealous of that. I've oh, it was so cute. Never had any school that I've had. Oh, no, it wasn't the school. It was the Lake St. Louis did it. Oh. And it was absolutely See, I don't ever adorable. look into them either. It was a solid two hours. And you've got a princess, though. I've never oh, had yeah. a princess. Yeah, and she it was, a, it was a solid two hours, and she was all dialed up. She It took her longer to get ready for this thing than we were there. And they, they did it right. You got Chick, Chick-fil-A for dinner. Then there was a balloon animal guy. And, like, the line for the balloon animal guy went the entire time. So, like... Holy shit. Yeah, it was insane. But, like, so we got in line right after dinner. So we were only in line for the balloon out for, like, 30 minutes. But And then this music started, so we just danced in line. And she danced the whole time. That's for, awesome. like, two hours we were just dancing. Like, and really you watched an her dance for an hour and 45 minutes. No, I danced the whole time. No, I'm just there, kidding. We were, like, having a blast. You're like... <gasps> Yeah, I'm dying. Uh, so, so you, I saw the pictures of her, and she looked adorable. Yeah, um, and it made me think. You ever, you know, those Disney movies where, of course, you know a Disney movie is about a princess. Yeah, but like occasionally those princesses have a sister who's more tomboyish, but they yeah. have a heart of gold, and they end up being pretty too. Those are my daughters. They don't go to the ball. Yeah, <laughs> they're the ones that. You well, know, you know my wife. She's I don't a big know. Old I know. I know. Sparkly Guido. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, and <laughs> ever since Vera's been little, she's been a princess. So. Uh, she's getting out of it a little bit. She runs with a bunch of boys now, and she likes basketball and soccer. But like, you throw some sparkly nail polish in front of her, and she's like, oh, yeah, I still want that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time Hayden, the very first after we just joined Rush, she went to a birthday party, a sleepover birthday party. Yeah. I had to pick them up in the ho- pick her up at the hotel the next day, and want some. It was the uh, it was dead, the streets of St. Charles. It was the jury, mm-hmm. and so the one of the moms was going back up and down the elevator to bring the kids back down to their parents. And I get down there and I said, "Oh, what what day I'll do last night?" And she started telling me, "Well, we did this, we did this, we made our own makeup." And I go, "How'd that go with Hayden?" She goes. Gave it away as soon as she finished it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's Aiden. You ain't wearing no makeup. Uh, that's fun. But you had a blast at it, right? Oh, I had an absolutely wonderful time. And it was, uh, I'm not going to lie, uh, I had like four beers before I went because I thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had so much fun. Uh, and this is your this is your only chance of doing it. I mean, yeah, you got the it. one girl. There was uh, there was another guy there. Uh, another, everybody was a dad or a grandpa or an uncle or whatever. Oh. I got something for that I saw, too. Go ahead. And, uh, but there was one guy there, and he had, uh, like, a five-year-old little girl and, like, a two-year-old little girl. And he's just and he had his dad with him, but, like, during the slow songs, there was only a couple. He danced with his kids. He danced with both oh, yeah. girls, and he's, like, struggling, you know, like, to hold these little girls. I really wish I was in better shape. <laughs> <laughs> and Vera's, like, looking at him, like, aren't you glad Harry's a boy? And she's like, yes. <laughs> uh, I wish I could give credit to him, but it's a safety for the Philadelphia Eagles. I just saw a... Uh, story on Bleacher Report just before you came over mm-hmm. that he surprised an 11 year old girl fan. Oh, of I the saw Eagles that on a da- daddy daughter uh, yeah. dance because her grandpa and dad have both died in the last like eight months. Oh, that's terrible. So I saw that. The so picture he, they chose was terrible, though. Uh, there was a whole series of them. There were some cute ones. I well, saw. the one at the headline that I saw was terrible, and it was cute because he's laughing, but his oh, yeah. hands out to like t- pat her on the back. But the angle that they took that took it at. Looked like he was trying to grab her boob. Oh, <laughs> I, I like, thought you were gonna say stiff arming her. No, it looked like he was like trying uh, to grab her boob, but everybody's laughing. That's a, that's a great story though. It I wish I could story. remember the player. Give him big big credit. But uh, so, do you got another personal story you want to tie into? Before uh, we... I went to Kansas City the weekend before that, and I have to say, I hate to admit it, Kansas City's better than St. Louis. Oh, it's I, I said this a long time. When I lived in Kansas City, I didn't like it that much. But they've done a lot to upgrade uh, power it. Power and light. Michael lives right in the power and light district. Uh, of course which, he does. It's. 
It's it's cool, but he's it's got the, a ninety pound Rottweiler. Just so people so know, that's not cool. The power and yeah, he's a he's a goober. The he's power moving and, into a house. The power and light district is like ballpark village for St. Louis. Yes, it's awesome, but it's bigger. It well, yeah, I mean, not really. But I mean, like, but I'm just saying, I'm saying like in terms of it's a destination. Yeah, like so it's touristy. So you get a lot of uh, you will get some locals, but they like to tend to go other places yeah. than just a PL. I will say that. So we got there on Friday night, and we went to uh, like this wine bar, and then we went to a jazz bar called the Green Room or the Green Lady was the name of the jazz bar. Oh man, bar. the Green the Green Lady is where we were. That was where when me, Pal, Hikus, and Dwayne stayed a mile from the convention, uh-huh. and we stopped in every bar we could, and we okay. dri- we had like twenty four check ins to beer. Uh-huh. Dwayne slapped some dude at the basement of the Green Lady. Weird that. Do you find it weird that there is not a green light in that place, and yeah. every light is red? Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. We, it just bothered me after I learned the name. I'm like, there wasn't a green fucking light in there. No, but it's. A, I mean, it, and it is a cool jazz bar. It was a very cool jazz uh, bar. And Drinks it, are expensive as fuck. You know, when you're a group of frat bros and yeah. you got a big ass ogre, then you tell the guy to hit you. He gonna hit you. Yeah. And then That's when he a got tight place too for like your friends who are all over six two. Yeah. Well, we well Jeremy was about to go. I told I told the guys I was like, hey. Might be a bunch of you. I'm good for three of you. Yeah. Then you got to worry about them. Then it's one on one. But I will say, like, so I had a blast. Like, Kansas City was a great time. Oh, that's a cool stretch. It is a cool not stretch. Not just the power and and light, f- but the whole thing. First time that I've ever gone out for a weekend and felt like the oldest person in every place. Yeah, I it gets. Imagine when when you were with me. I'm I know. I was, we're si- so it's Saturday morning and we're we went to get breakfast at Farm. I think is what it was called. Very good. Really, really good. Like. Uh, chicken fried chicken breakfast. Really, really good. Um, inside chicken fried steak. I don't like chicken fried steak. Oh, no. I'm, I'm with you. I like, it's, that's you a, a weird look. No, Anyways. I was trying to think if that's the place we ate. It's like fancy. Yeah. Uh, well, well we can't like go fancy. hipster fancy. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so we, but there was like a 45-minute wait. So we went to this bar down the street and got a Bloody Mary. And I'm sitting in there. And like every kid is dressed like a fucking idiot yeah. in like 90s basketball gear like charlotte hornets style jackets and oh wow and i'm like looking around and i'm like i don't get i'm officially old i don't understand any of this and everybody looks fucking stupid yeah uh so what, <laughs> was, what was the reason for casey uh we didn't have our we got a babysitter and michael's dating a girl who has a kid and oh so she, he was, was off and she had her kid was at her dad's so we just shot down for now, the weekend no I, kids i will say the other good thing about Kansas City is like we've got scooters downtown St. Louis, but Kansas City, the layout of it for all the entertaining places yeah. go, lends itself to really being scooter friendly. Yeah, it's scooter friendly, and like we walked everywhere, even when it was like twenty degrees, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, uh, I thought it was cool. We went to Double Shift, which I see you had a sticker for. Yeah, uh, that was good. That was probably the best beer. And then I, I like, I enjoyed Double Shift. Yeah. When he went. When he graduated from Farm D School, we went down there, and I went to Casual Animal, and it was just a tiny little place that was like the size of your basement, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the beer is spectacular. There's a lot of good beers around there, man. But I went there again this this time, and it's uh, they bought the entire warehouse next door. Oh, yeah. So you walk in, it's like a giant fucking... There's a, cu- there's a couple of those places in that little district there yeah. that's taking those warehouses over. Which is cool, but like you think they would have distribution a little bit further if they're I don't know yeah. how they're affording rent on just there was a lot of people there. Well places, but it was stay, also, places stay empty long enough, people start making deals. Yeah. You know. I mean there was a lot of people there, but it was also the weekend that Kansas City got booted by uh the Bengals. But uh mm. so it was it was definitely like a 
packed weekend, but it yeah. was fun. I had a blast. Yeah, Kansas City's a good time. I enjoy so. it. You should go with us to Comic Con. I am. And did you already do the hotels? Do um, I, I'm gonna, I gotta do them soon. I, I know. If send I put the money, money down, my wife going. can't make me back out. All right. Well, all right. So let's get off our personal stories and let's get into a personal uh, argument we had one time on here. Uh, uh, it was my top thing because I figured you were going to bring so, it. I need another beer. When you and I argued about this the first time, it was about who he had on the podcast. And he's been getting some shit for that, too. I stand by that argument. And that's okay. If that's the argument you if that's the argument you want to take, I, I, I'll give you that. All right. You can you can say you don't like who he has on there. I still say that I, I would rather have open dialogue in order to... But, but that's not the point. Yeah. What I wanted to go into specifically, because we kind of covered this a little bit last week when you weren't here, just what the... The thing. Oh, did you? I didn't listen because it was a wrestling podcast. Well, and it was at the end. And I can tell you this, and I wanted to, if Tom would have been here. It's escalated since last week. <laughs> uh, I wanted to tell you this, uh, if Tom was here. Uh, you didn't listen because it was a wrestling podcast, and neither did anyone else. It was the least downloaded episode that really? we've had in a while. It trends wrestling? with our wrestling podcast. That's with, weird. I thought we'd have like some sort of We got way more fan comic base. book fans than we have wrestling oh, that's fans. That's cool. Yeah, you know, I don't blame them. I don't blame hmm. either side. Well, Tom uh, sucks. So here's what specifically I wanted to get into with Rogan, because it's now an all-out assault in Joe Rogan. And I, and I brought this up. I don't agree week. with it. Yeah, and, and I want to get into it, but I brought this up too. There's only one reason why there's this big assault, and here's what it is. You take all of the the which they're lumping him into a news outlet because that's part of the heat. So take all of the news outlets, the most famous people, Tucker Carlson, the, the Hannity's, all these guys, or whatever their names Those are. Those are super right-wing dudes, though. Even the CNN, like I, I brought up the super... Jake Tapper. Add them all together. At the top yeah. two through six, they don't get as many listens as he does. No, it's 11 million downloads or whatever. Every, every episode. Yeah. And so... That's one of the reasons that people are going at him because there is a thing about the yeah, more the popular king. you get, the more target you get. Howard Stern even came out, who doesn't like him, defended him, and said people need to lighten up. The other reason is too, and I truly do believe this with Rogan. I believe there's this thing about you know, obviously we we've talked about. It, we're not going to go into it. Well, you don't really listen to the episodes or not. It's this one's it's not long a, form podcast. Yep, yeah, no, no. But you know how people tend to hate something and they don't listen. Like Chappelle stand up. Yeah. Uh, or even Joe's episodes, like, well, unless you listen to it and hear what he's saying, you can't judge him. But I'm, that's not my point. I want to make and a lot of people one. do that, like with the snippets. They judge yeah, yeah, the yeah, snippets. yeah. Which I don't want to get into that as a whole, but I do want to bring that up because this new attack on him is maybe the most insane one I've ever seen. Which one? The he's N-word a racist one? now. Well, then there's the N word one, and then there's the one where he was laughing at Joey Diaz talking about how he's, which I think is. It's pretty shitty. I don't think I, I wouldn't have laughed at it, but I, I again, I only watched the context of that clip where Joey Diaz is talking about how when he ran a whatever comedy club in L.A., he wouldn't let female comics on unless they gave him a blowjob. And oh. Joe Rogan laughed and like clapped his hands at that. I don't know what the rest of the context well, was. I don't know what was conversation afterwards. So, Joey. It's pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah. And it's indicative of the time when Joey ran that. Yeah. And not an excuse. No, not an excuse. And they usually are high when they're doing. When Joey's yeah. in, they're high, and they're usually drunk or high. And but they're all comics. Yeah. And listen, it could be. Here's the thing, though. And and they've talked about. I know locker room talks not not excusable and everything that people say, but still people make that joke in their group of friends and they all laugh. And that's and what they also. Are- could be lying, and that's what he treats his podcast is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, he goes, I, it, you know, it just so happened that eleven million people listen to it, 
But the thing about now that everybody's saying, well, Joe Rogan's racist. And credit to Joe Rogan for the first thing he said was, you could ask my black friends. I'm not racist. He didn't have to say that because all his black friends are standing up for him. Like Darnell Rawlings, Dave Chappelle. They're all like, you know, we hang out. One of the best I saw was the person that uh, was responsible for getting rid of uh, like 2,000 KKK members, converting them over, did his podcast. And they go, if this person likes him, you think he could spot a racist, you know? I think, go ahead, I'll let you finish. No, no, it's just when you take, and it's not, and Joe even came out and apologized, which I wanted to say is proof that when you pay someone $100 million, you can lean on them to say something. Because I don't, listen, should he have said N-word instead of saying the word? Maybe. If you listen to the context in which he was quoting a story, and most of the time he was quoting a story about someone who did something bad, that they just took the N-word out of all those things and put them together. Yeah. And then said, "Look at this racist." Yeah, I mean, it's a, that. You know what? Then, and you know my thoughts on this guy. Quentin Tarantino's racist. Yeah, because of every word he's ever written. By that, there's logic. a lot of if you if you just go by the Twitter army, army arguments, he is a racist. Yeah, and that's just <laughs> it. Well, and there's a, there's there's that on both sides. And again, he's not going to get canceled. No. There's very few people that are cancel proof. I think this is this is the hardest attack at a cancel proof person's ever got. The only thing that's going to he's get not going to get canceled because he doubles down. Like it's not even that he doubles down. Like the like all you're going to do is Louis C.K. him. And like I thought what Louis did was pretty gross, but it was consensual. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, yeah. He never. And all it did was make him go hard right, and like all like bunch of weirdos like him now. Like yeah. all you're going to do is make him a worse version of himself instead of what he is now, which is somebody that I disagree with a lot. But is at least open to dialogue and open yeah. to admitting when he's wrong. And has changed his mind on air. Like a lot. for example, I, I I broke down like the last couple things, like the big times he was trending on Twitter, because Twitter thinks that I love him even though I don't. Yeah. Uh, and I'll I'll explain why in a minute when we'll go over it. But uh, Joe Sezepi, I think is his name, S Z E P S, which is a Canadian comedian. Yeah. He had him on. And he kind of went at him about the myocarditis claim for COVID for 12 to 17-year-old boys. He was like, I don't think boys should get it because of myocarditis risk. And Joe said, the risk from not getting the vaccine is higher. Myocarditis is higher in those boys uh, who catch COVID. And he's like, I don't think that's true. And Joe had his guy fact check himself in real time. Now, Joe kind of bullshitted a minute. And then afterwards, like Twitter blew up and was like, Joe Rogan looks stupid on his own podcast. And he even came out and said, that's the first time I've ever like felt like a dumbass on my own podcast. But that's what I get for having long-form conversations and not having my research done before a random topic comes up. Yeah. And, and, like, and it's and hard other- to have your research on everything he does. Yeah. And now, I will say this. That's a little bit of a... Um- cop out when he says sometimes i don't know where these conversations are yeah, going to go yeah. when you have a doctor that's responsible for viral studies and, i don't and think create, he's a doctor no well no but the vaccine guy the guy yeah. that's against it who helped create some of the vaccines and now he's speaking out against them yeah he, you should have your ducks you know row. where that conversation's going because yeah. that's how come you have him on there but when you have just some guy on there that brings up that, like a comedian that goes there you may not have the answer well that's like when he had bill burr on bill burr kind of owned him too like when he was talking about the masks he's like you're gonna be a mask guy he's like listen bill burr was basically like listen i'm not gonna sit here with your non-medical degree and my non-medical degree and argue the the usefulness of masks he's like 
we don't know anything. I'm going to listen to the guy who knows more than me and just do what he says, basically. Yeah. And he's like, and they're smoking cigars and having fun. He was like, but Joe, Bill Burr put him in his in a I spot. Listen to, I listen to Bill Burr. Without so. being a dick about it. Yeah. You know, like, but and I, I don't like Joe Rogan because after Alex Jones did the Sandy Hook thing, he still had him on. And where they yeah. were harassing and, parents. And, you're, and that's a line in the same for right, me. You have every right to not like him because of Alex Jones. But I and, don't think that I don't think that this is wrong. And there's two and two people that I respect in the comedy and in the political comedy specifically world. I greatly res- respect had pretty similar outlooks on it, which is uh, um, Trevor Noah and John Stewart. John Stewart said on his podcast, he was talking about it, about Neil Young and stuff. He's like, don't, don't protest. Don't pull yourself out. Engage. Yeah. And basically that was Trevor Noah's basic argument too, is like, all you're going to do by trying to cancel him is like, shove him farther to the right or shove him farther into whatever hole he thinks he's in. And he goes, and he brought up the Joseph Szepi thing or whatever. He goes, when he found out that he was wrong, He's not like Tucker Carlson because when he found out that he actually had the wrong information, he admitted it or he at least took the time to like look it up online where Tucker Carlson would have laughed and said, you're an idiot and moved on to the yeah. next thing. I like Trevor Noah a lot, too, and I liked what he said before the N-words came out. Yeah, that was before the N-word and thing. I, but and I'm real disappointed in The Rock for backtracking on his because he came out and supported him, but then he backtracked. And what, and I don't, it's just a bunch of got you moments, though. Yeah, like, but, what do you want from The Rock? No, no. Here's what, well, if you... If, if he's you, got so much money if, on the line, what do you want from him? No, no. Well, I what I want from him is he's another kind of Teflon guy. If you really stand by someone, stand by someone. Don't be fake. Well, if I but if he didn't know, like if he's dropping. He, but here's the problem. It's what the way The Rock said it. He, what he said was, you know, uh, in light of the clips that are going around, I didn't have the whole story, so I apologize for my previous support. Wait a minute, you still don't have the whole oh, story. I don't think he said that. I no, thought he no, said. He did. He, did he? Now, he said it in a different way, but he goes, you know, sometimes you don't have the full story. I think he backtracked a little bit. Like, basically, I stand with Joe Rogan, and he was like, oh, I heard about all these N-word clips. Now I'm now I'm pulling back a little bit. But it uh, was, he didn't He didn't say – he didn't even say that I'm pulling back. But – so, it, here, we, I've got exactly what he said right here. Um, He goes – Dear whoever, Don Winslow, thank you so much for this. I hear you as well as everyone here, oh, 100%. Yeah, I was not aware of his N-word use prior to my comments. Now I've become educated to his complete narrative. That's not true. That's not true. That And so that's where I get angry. I'm like, but that's like learning moment for me. No, it's not. A learning moment would be like, let me see what they're saying with this N-word stuff. Yeah, I think you could go both ways with that, though. Like, I think he was trying to write that in the most, like, non-controversial way where you'd be like, learning moment, I'm going to go back and listen to the context that he said N-word. Or learning moment, I'm canceling. That's all he said, though. That's all he said. No, he said this was was a learning. It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. No, that's not open-ended. I mean, you're you're off there because he goes... Learning moment for me. He didn't say I. He goes. Now I've become educated to his complete narrative. I guess learning moment for me. That's I, a period on that stunt. Stu- yeah, I mean, I guess like you could say that, but dude, they're just out to to crush. It. And I don't even like the guy. And yeah. I just think that they're going too uh, far. So I like what Trevor Noah said on before the whole N word thing came up. One thing I did not like what Trevor Noah said is 
when he was like, you know, the only problem I had with what Joe Rogan said was when he said, you know, I, I was against this and and we were told it could get you taken off air and now it's proven to be wrong. He goes, that's um, what did he call it? He called it uh, time clock excuses. And he goes, I agree with that though. Yeah, but that's not true. Not when you're called. Not when you're going with science. It's, it is on science because no, science is a constant learning. Experience. It is a con- But Joe even said that he goes, you know, you could have been taken off. And see, that's that's that's. But that's. But I don't know that because censorship though. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about was he right or wrong. What we're talking about is when he would when they like when he was saying and he never even said it. But when people were on on YouTube saying this was from a lab and everybody got mad and say it's not PC to say it, they were getting removed from YouTube for it. Oh, yeah. He didn't say that that was right. But no, but Noah brought that up. I mean, I mean, no, Joe, Joe brought that up in one of his things. He was saying at the beginning of this, a lot of the things I was saying got me got me removed from YouTube. And now some of it's being right. He goes and he said my that's why I have different the difference voices because we don't know what because science is ever changing. But what no what Trevor Noah was saying is that like he was saying like see I told you masks didn't work. That's not what Joe said. That though. is what he said. No, I listened based to on the it. clips that Trevor knows and like the the YouTube context that everybody knows. Like I don't I'm not I doubt yeah but that Trevor. doesn't no see that doesn't no that is wrong. But what <laughs> that's wrong. No what Trevor said was based on it the way he was apologizing. He wasn't talking about his clips. He was t- the time capsule thing was just him being like, look, the science has always been wrong. That's but not that's, what Joe said. We were going like it's a moving scale yeah. because it's science. No, that's not but what that, Joe said. He wasn't. See, you're. But that's you're, the context that what no, Trevor was bringing. That's it not it, what he was bringing up either. You're focusing on the science. That's not what Joe said. Joe said you got taken off the Internet for spreading false information. That's censorship, saying it was false information. But because it's science, the information evolves. So yeah. we can't be quick I don't to think they're censor. making this. I think this is a... No, that's what Joe was saying. Say, I don't, yeah, but I don't and think then what jo- Trevor was saying no, is the same I know. as like, You're not letting me internet. get to it. You're not letting me get to it. Then Trevor said, I don't like the way he tried to defend himself by... He goes, that's time capsule. And that's not... No, that's... Well, the, that's not what he was doing. He wasn't defending himself. He was shining a light on the problem with censorship. And Trevor, I think, the only part of his whole thing that I didn't agree with is I think he took it the wrong way, or he took that the wrong way. That wasn't time clock excuses. That was straightforward statement. If I said this six months ago, I would have been removed for YouTube. Now it's science. We have to be careful why we censor people. No, and I, yeah, I agree with that, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's what he was trying to say. Who, I think Tre- he was, Trevor? I think what he was saying is like when he was like, when he was saying like masks don't work, and then the science came out later that said cloth masks don't really work, and Joe Rogan was like, "See, I told you masks don't work." Like, no, that was a learning experience that we went through. And he never said masks don't work. He said cloth masks from the very beginning weren't working. But I mean, like, he didn't know any more than anybody else, though. right? But that's not. But see again. But he didn't know any more than anybody else. But that's but not, the experts were just doing what they. But he didn't never know. said that. That is not what he said in his clip. But he said not on his episode either. That's not what he said. Who's he? Which he? Which Joe he? Rogan? Oh, okay. he in his apology or not the, the first statement he never said. I told you masks didn't work. He does. What he said was. If you said six months ago that cloth masks didn't work, you'd be removed from YouTube. And now they are saying that cloth masks didn't work. And he brought it all back to being... You- See, I didn't, know, I didn't yeah. know that you'd be removed from YouTube for cloth masks. Everything. The only thing you got removed for was the uh, China stuff. No, you it get removed for... He, 
people got removed. Well, from people were trying to do racist shit. Uh, Fighter and the Kid with Schaub and, and uh, Brian Callen. They mentioned Joe's ivermectin argument and mm-hmm. got removed from YouTube. And they didn't say anything other than Joe got removed one of his episodes saying that he took ivermectin. And their podcast got removed for saying Listen, his use. This, That's insane. Let me let me wrap this up real quick yeah. into a thing. Like I I agree. I think as much as I hate, I don't like Joe Rogan. I just don't agree with most of the things he says. But he has a right to be out there, and he has a right. And I think I also think that you don't this, listen to most of the things he says too. Because I think if you did, you'd agree a lot more than you don't. Because I know you. Yeah. I know you I don't just, like people I that he lost, has on, and I get no, that. No, 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 it's not even, it's, yeah, it's that. It's yeah. just that anybody who has Alex Jones on and gives him an honest, honest platform after what he did, like, to the Sandy Hook families, you've lost my respect and I'll never listen to you. That's my line in the sand. That's a good stance. That's a good stance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I don't think that you should be canceled for everything else. Yeah. Like, I think that somebody should come to you and be like, dude, this is fucked up this is what he's done to these families yeah, yeah. you should not have him on and if he wants to keep having him on i'm not going to tell you not to listen to him i'm just not going to listen to him right but the thing that's happening now is rumble which is like some basically I a right wing version of youtube yeah is offering him 100 million dollars and if like if you don't like him like i don't like him i don't want to cancel him i just don't agree and don't well, listen so joe is not right wing and that's oh, i know what, he's not but that's but, but Forcing this, you're just well, going to keep going further into it. Getter offered him, before all this happened, Getter extended an olive branch to Joe. Yeah. And so he signed up. And then on his episode, goes, I signed up for Getter, which is that Now They have to Twitter. give everybody's like, uh, yeah. information away. Well, he goes, I signed up for it to see what it was about. I deleted. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. And Getter... After Joe Rogan said it's insanity and was dumb. That was like Dan Bongino or whatever. They lost like a third of their followers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, and like another similar guy who's kind of controversial and has that uh, Jordan Peterson dude on, which I don't like either. Bill Maher has him on. I still listen to him. I don't listen to every single episode. I don't agree with probably 70% of what Bill Maher does. He's a Democrat. Bill Maher is Joe Rogan without the... uh, the bros, fo- the bro following. Exactly. Yeah. Bill Maher is he's a Democrat who hates Democrats, so he's a Democrat. He's a he's a moderate that leans way left and has very strong. No, he opinion. votes left. He has. Well, he 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 very much doesn't like a lot of the people yeah. that are over there. He doesn't like Democrats because he thinks they're all weak pussies and idiots, and he hates Republicans because he thinks they're all re- assholes. But he thinks that like if you got to vote for one. Vote for Democrat. Yeah, duh. but he's not. I generally don't agree with most of his stuff. Yeah. I'm a little more liberal than he is, but I still listen to him because it's it's honest conversation, and he's a little bit of a whiny bitch. Like he had some girl on this week. I forget who it was, and she called him old, and he got so mad. At yeah. I like his vanity came out, and it was fucking hilarious. He's Just, also uh, been accused of being a racist before in the past. Well, he's, he's used the N-word. Uh, well, he called himself a house N-word on one yeah, episode and got in a lot of trouble. He gets in trouble yeah. almost as much as Joe Rogan does. And again, he's also not someone that has came out and said, but look at my black friends, but his black girlfriends have came out and said, yeah. one of them I dated even wasn't racist. Yeah. So. I, he's, just, he's just a guy. Like People are just so thing. quick to, to say, can they're so quick to call people racist. There's, I, I, listen, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here in front of you today. I grew up, up in a with the N word in my life. Yeah, me too. Said it a bunch. Grew up in Southeast Missouri. I did. I never said it. But 
when I moved away and I realized, oh, you shouldn't say that. When I got out on my own and it got away from, I'm not saying my family's bad influences, but I know my family still uses it. Mm-hmm. So and when I got away and I was like, oh, dead. this is bad. You don't say this. And I'm not racist. But you could probably take a clip like that of me growing up yeah. and put it together. You know, the, back to Neil Young, what you talked about with Neil Young. He's a good example. People are bringing up his whole interview from 1986 when the with the AIDS uh, epidemic was going, and I'm quoting him, and he goes, "I don't know, man. I just if I was he goes if I went into a donut shop, I wouldn't want some faggot with a disease behind the uh, counter touching my donuts." That's what he said. Context, science, you learn as you go. Well, yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. We're not yeah, but we can't. We so because he's against this, he's because he's against this guy. We're gonna side with him, but at the end of the day. You're canceling this guy or trying to for the same thing. So yeah. give it to this guy too. And I listen, I well, love was, Neil Young. Well, that was what John Stewart's argument was. John Stewart's argument was like then he said basically the same thing. He's like he goes, I love Neil Young, I listen to Neil Young's mu- music, I you know, and I love all that stuff. And he goes, Whether or not I uh, side with Joe Rogan, he goes, Where do you draw the line? Because if you draw the line at Neil Young saying, Take me off of Spotify, but then you go on to uh to Stephen Colbert's show and you play music, they're owned by uh, AT&T or whatever. And AT&T's been charged with, you know, a bunch of other these crap. Like, where do you draw the line in, like, your corporate spot? Like, he goes, all you can really do is just have a a set of values and stick to them. But, like, and engage with people that you disagree with in in respectable dialogue. 100% right. Unfortunately... That isn't in that isn't a part of this conversation. See, and the and what's what's the bigger problem than even that is the bigger problem is even my daughter does it. My, my oldest daughter is like, oh, so and so is getting canceled. It's become so cliche that kids use it as a joke. Yeah. Oh, he's getting my nut. And that's where it becomes. You're, you're, so here's the annoying part, though. Like, and I agree with you. And that's Bill Maher is like that's my argument with him. He's like he's making this worse. There's real issues going on. They're li- they literally burned books in Tennessee last weekend. They're getting rid of one of the greatest comic mouse. Books they ever got rid written. of mouse. They're getting rid of basically any gay literature in like public schools now. Yeah. Like that's a real cancel culture issue. Yeah. That is silencing voices of like young kids who you can't you can't force but, kids to be straight if they are just by hiding like well, gay by, literature. By the way, Twilight. What the fuck? How are you I didn't know they that? were canceling. They were canceling one. Twilight for sexual. Innuendo. Now I'm gonna say I've watched that movie. It's a little gay. It's also just <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible movie. It's if, awful. If I were a gay man, I'd say this is this ambiguity in this film not worth. I'm gonna go watch Brokeback Mountain because at yeah. least Ang Lee could make a real good movie. Um, I uh, you know, but it, I mean, like that's real cancel culture. Well, this a, shit doesn't matter. It, that that's also Joe Rogan doesn't matter. It, well, and the but the point, the problem is, is we are that. Well, not we. I'm never going to say we because you, not you, not me, not anybody on this podcast. Uh, but people are so quick. I say people. I mean the internet. The internet and the dumbasses that are loud and unfortunately that vote heavy and and. I'm talking about dumbasses on the left. It's like, I'm it's, talking about dumbasses on the right. But they're so quick to censor that they're censoring education. Things like Mouse. That's an informative book. That's that a fiction a, piece of fictional work that is very informative. That's not the same thing. That is a strategic. That is a strategic 
uh, move by like super hardcore right wing people to fucking uh, get rid of like anything white people have never done anything bad. That's like a hardcore right wing thing. You think and, that that's hard right getting rid of that? Yeah, that's, that's still that's, censorship though. No, I know it is. But I don't know why you said same. It's not the same as like. It's not the same as like, oh, let's cancel Joe Rogan because a bunch no, of people hate him. It this is, is a coordinated effort. No, like, it is the from same. From the top down. It's the same. It's the extreme opposite of what this is. It's, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's, it's probably from the bottom up on the left and the top down on the right. It, it's it's bottom up from both sides. Yeah. It's from the seller up from both sides. It's using, look, whether you're calling it a targeted attack or you're calling it a um, cancel culture, it's using the exact same weapon to accomplish your goal. And that's a big problem. Oh, I agree. That's a big, big problem. Like we're like I no, have a big problem. It, it's with weird like, getting painted in a corner when you're in the middle because yeah. you, you shouldn't be in a corner when you're in the middle. And I'm like a super liberal guy, and I don't agree with this Joe Rogan shit. And like, like and Trevor Noah was like, I'm gonna get a bunch of headlines that like Trevor Noah defends Joe Rogan, and he's like, I'm not. I just think you're going at him for the wrong thing. I don't necessarily agree with him, but I don't think you should go after him for this. Yeah, the. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know, man. You know, this whole, the, you know, you said there is, when you said it's not the same, here's what you meant, and I know what you meant, is is there's real things that we should be worried about. Yeah. Burning of books, uh, critical race theory arguments. Yeah. Um, just- all, all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, we're coming back to a time to where we have to get worried about, um, uh, you know, prayer in school or religion in school and stuff like yeah. that. It's all coming back. Like, Separation of church and state is a founding principle. Yeah, well, in this country, and like, unfortunately, the same those same people put God in the in the preamble, and, and that's the big argument for the. Well, no, it's right. It, you can't separate it. They put in God we trust right there. I'm like, oh my God, you guys are which also God? Stupid. Yeah, right. That's right. We, that's right. Which one? That's a good one. Well, but, we're based on Christians. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, they were based on money. Yeah. I got bad news for yeah. all of you. This country was founded because a bunch of rich white people were being persecuted yeah. by and richer like, white people. And, <laughs> and the other thing is, like, the, the silver lining in that part, though, is that, like, you can't cancel books. Like, Mouse is now sold out everywhere. Yeah, no, and you. But, and that's great. But when I was in school, it actually was an assigned reading in some classes. Yeah. And, and it's, and here's the problem with it all, too. Um, you know, yeah, there's there, there's there's a movement in this country that is long overdue, and to get kids to not just buy into uh, white collar education when you get out of high school, we do need a lot more blue collar workers, and I'm for that. But our, but our white collar education system is pretty important, and it gets shit on because I remember me growing up, all my family goes, well, when you go off to college, don't get brainwashed. Well, the reason people think stuff like that and the reason that's going to become more of the thought, well, college is where extreme liberals go, is because when you start taking away all these books from high schools yeah. that they can't read, the only place where they're going to get that liter- college. is college. And but, it's But I, there's going to be a deterrent for some people to let, you know, we're just dumbing down America. Yeah, well, that, and that's the point. And it's people who, like Josh Holly and Ted Cruz, who are Yale graduate Level dudes who always are like the liberal elites at these colleges. Motherfucker, you went to Yale. I was listening to a podcast where someone who did a show at Yale or did a uh, benefit uh, uh, speaking Yale engagement. Is, I'm pretty sure just gonna. And the there was a professor there when he asked him. He said, "You know, you've had a lot of famous people. Who was the smartest person that you ever saw come through?" And he didn't hesitate and said, "Ted Cruz." 
Yeah. He goes, Ted Cruz was the smartest person I've ever met in my life. He was Ted the, Cruz is super he, intelligent. Josh Holly, super intelligent yeah. guy. But they know what they're doing. Right. And that's the problem. Evil. That's the scary part. Well, look at Ted Cruz. He looks like Eddie Munster grew up. What are, what's uh, <laughs> What's the podcast that, uh, that? And the other problem with Josh Holly is he's attractive. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The only the only like thing that's gonna stop Josh Holly is he has no fucking personality. He's like a goddamn robot. Uh, and that will eventually get you. Look at Bob Dole. There's a lot yeah. of people that said Bob Dole was easily the smartest person running oh, yeah. for president. And he was and like, they said he was hilarious. And behind and it, but gangst, he, like at a soldier. But got on camera, no personality. Yeah. Got him in a room by himself, funniest guy in the room. Uh, what is it? I'm trying. I'm blanking on the guy's name. Hold on. It's um, Freddie Mercury. Ravi. Um, Ravi Gupta, which is Jason Kander, who was the guy who oh, lost yeah. to Roy Blunt. He's yeah. got a uh, podcast. He's super liberal like me. I don't listen to every one of their episodes, but he went to school with Josh Halley. And he goes, he was one of the smartest guys there, but he was, and he wasn't like popular or likable or like that likable, but he wasn't a bad guy. Like he was a good guy. Like he goes, this Josh Halley is a completely different version this is a character that he's playing now. Yeah. This is not the guy that I went to college with. Yeah, and that, that's the other problem, too. And I think that where, uh, not you and me, but where Joey Bag of Donuts out there, who has his Trump flag on his truck yeah. and all this stuff, they're all like, that guy's all going to make America great. Here's the thing. I don't have much trust for any politician. No. Because at the end of the day, like you said, they're all... Just like with Josh Halley, they're being a character that is essentially getting them to where they want to be in a position of power, in a position of influence, in a position of wealth. Yeah. And they're going to hold on it for dear life. And they'll play that character and they'll do that part and they'll march to those orders in order to stay in power. And yeah. I think that's a lot of what, you know, so when it's what he, everybody does. He, and, and, you know, and that's where the disconnect from the people's making the laws the people enforcing the laws and the people that are supposed to live under the laws are missing. People that live under the laws, they're going crazy over the dumbest shit, like a Joe Rogan yeah. or a Neil Young or whoever. And the people that are enforcing their laws, like, man, I can't believe we have to deal with this fucking shit. Yeah. Especially when it all goes sideways and then I shoot somebody and then I get criticized and the people that are making the laws go, hey, it's going to get me elected for four more years, so yeah. what do I care? Yeah. Oh, your kid got, uh, your kid died in a, in a riot outside of a school because of a fucking uh, book burning. Uh, but uh, I got $5 million in campaign donations. Yeah. So great. From a lighter company. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, all right. Lighter well, company and a bunch of Well, the, the good news Let's is... Let's lighten up this The thing. good news is we can agree that even if you don't like the guests that Joe Rogan has on there, one, he isn't a racist. Two, at least he's willing to change a mind or have a conversation. And, and three... Uh, it's just it's a part of a bigger problem. Uh, this attacking on him, uh, so it really is. But don't let it. My point is, don't let it uh, distract you from the real problems of like censorship. Real censorship is hey, burning books. I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, but I'm beginning to start to buy into a lot of them. Maybe yeah. that's why it gets getting a lot of attention. Lizard people, they're yeah. real. Yeah, they're they're wanting to st- be distracted with Rogan so they can go burn books. All right, so back to what we you, we do better, which is get drunk on this podcast. Uh, this is probably going to get get us there. This is Luscious Jackson. Uh, it's British style imperial stout. This my brother in law brought this from Vermont after he left a uh, 
toxic relationship there. He spent a thousand dollars on beer and brought it home. There's so the many last ways. one that was left. There's so many different ways you could have taken that. Like after he uh, got out of a uh, brewed by the alchemist. Oh, everything everything leading up to that could have been like a cult. Yeah, like after he got out of a cult of the alchemist. Yeah, uh, read no. the thing. Read the read the oh. label. Oh, you want me to read? It's it? very tasty. All right. Luscious is our award-winning British-style imperial stout. It certainly lives up to its name. To hear what John has to say about this, oh, you go to alchemistbeer.com. I do like Alchemist. I did not write that blog post on their their website. Oh. Uh, It is 9.2% ABV. Um, So it says, oh, oh, Alchemist L. Okay. I was going to say, why? It says stout, but then it says ale, but I get it. That's the brewery. Yeah, I get it. yeah, it doesn't have anything else it says on there other than it's... Do you try it? Not yet. 9.2 is not, like, super bad. No, uh, it's tasty, We though. should have it's saved it for tasty. your cousin. We just realized that he Yeah, I is, didn't know he was a stout drinker. Well, I knew he was a stout drinker, but he's never defined what kind. Now we have a frame of reference. Yeah. The ones that uh, basically taste like whiskey, those are the ones he wants. <laughs> he de- except the beer taste that comes with them is essentially he's substituting Coke for that. Yeah, 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 that's... Good for him. Yeah. He's I'm, growing. You know what? Like I said, at least we now have a frame of reference to go by. Now we'll be, anytime we drink with your cousin, we're going to get shit-faced because we're going to be drinking double-digit ABV yeah, beers all Jesus the time. Christ. I'm going to uh, shit in my Let's go ahead and call week. this next part we go into the Throw It to Missy segment. Yep. I only have two things I want to talk about on it. I got Actually, three two. things, and we're going to finish with a third. Uh, okay. It'll be the last thing we talk about today, but you start. I finished the first season of C, and for a show that its premise turned me off, the first season was so good. Dude, in season two, I'm just warning you, season two for the first three episodes, you're going to be like, oh, this thing. Pumped, it's all right. It pumped the brakes. It can pump the brakes. That's okay. But then it it's very stressful. But then <laughs> when season three p- kicks it back in gear and pushes the gas, then it's buckle up, baby. I mean, season two. Yeah. It's a good show. Oh, man. It's so like the. We've kind of talked about it. I think it's the best show that no one's talking about. 500 years of everybody being blind. There's a select group of people that are not a select. There's one guy who's not blind, and he's he's just like. You're still in season one. Yeah. (laughs) He's just spreading his seed everywhere. And uh, Jason Momoa's character is protecting two of his kids. He's raised them as his own, and he's blind. And, like, I. I did not think that Jason Momoa was that good of an actor. I and mean, this is probably like the ninth time we've talked about this, but like he's spectacular. He gets better. The last two episodes where they go into the cave and he gets hurt. Oh yeah. Like him limping around, spitting up blood and And that's what propels because season two he, that's carryover. Yeah. He's carry um so the battle with Jerry Morrell at the end, though. Woo. Oh, it's great! Now, so you've don't tell me. No, 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 no. They kind of leave it open. Don't. So tell me. you've now seen all of season one. Give yeah. me a out of untapped universal scale of rating out of five. What do you do it? Ah, man, four solid oh, four point five. Good. Like it's very very good. Like you gotta. I spent about three episodes being like. How the fuck do they get anywhere? But I, you just got to give it up and you just gotta go get, along like, for the ride. But like then, it, like Momoa like stabs a guy with a sword, and you're like, you know what? I'm in. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't uh, matter. Season two, almost. You, I'm telling you, when you start season two, you almost feel like it's a letdown. But when season two's over, you're like, fuck yeah, we're season three. But like the 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 set pieces are so it's great, good. and the secondary characters are like the 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 background characters, like they're. Like, you know how in The Walking Dead, the zombies are, ro- like, roaming and everything? You're like, they do a pretty good job with that. Like, yeah. they do... 
There's a on the last. It's I think it's the last episode of season one when they're rolling out of that camp after they save the queen. Oh man, that queen's such a bitch. Oh, she's the worst. She's one of the most hateable people on yeah. TV. Yeah, I do like the prayer. And at thing, the same though. time, I like the prayer thing though. At the same time, you do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think you don't. I don't think you have a choice. No, she's no, definitely she, murdering you if you don't. She'll cut your throat. Yeah, but like. Even the guys like in the army just rolling out are just like if they don't have a stick, they're just waiting for the guy in front of them. Like yeah. they just do such a good job with like the people like pretending to be blind. It's just yeah. spectacular, top notch, yep. top notch. Well, uh, speaking of top notch, um, as we record this, um, right before you got here, I just saw news dropped that season two is being renewed, or is it, there is renewed for a season two. I finished Reacher over the weekend from Amazon Prime. Oh, I've heard good stuff. Uh, I loved it. I uh, it it's it, it for two thirds of it. It's very very good, and then the last third, the final act, is your typical action that you'd expect out of yeah. a show like it. And that's How not saying that it's guy. bad. So that's what's funny. So Reacher is six five in the books. Mm-hmm. That guy is six two. But they do some clever camera angles to make I'm him... I'm 6'2", and that yeah. guy looks like he's 6'9". You've seen him in other things, though, like Blue Mountain State and oh. all that stuff. Oh, that's that guy? That's the douchebag from Blue Mountain State. I didn't yeah. know that. And they've uh, they've made him look... Well, first off, he's bulked up. Oh, he's massive. And they, they do a good job of making him look like a giant yeah. dude. And it's good. It's worth it. It's... Um, one of the things I put on here, though, I don't know what it's called. I know it's Reacher, but we all know it's Jack Reacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a feeling that the reason they just called it Reacher is because they didn't want Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher in the same fucking yeah, for streaming sure. system. But then you could be Amazon Prime, the network of Jacks. You know? <laughs> and then you make a deal with the Jackass company. You know, Dude, that'd be hilarious. It would be awesome. Uh, so for me, it's like that borderline between 3754. I'm going to stay 375 because it does have some things that it could do better on. It's just, is it, it's one, like, uh, it's one book, right? It's one season, is one book. And this is the first book. And there's like 25 books or something? I don't know. There's a shit ton of books. I think he writes one book a year. And. Which is insane. And there's two movies, and this guy in one season is better than Tom Cruise in both movies. So Yeah, I, yeah. He doesn't work as Jack Reacher. <laughs> no, he's a small guy. Yeah, but just, even even but even if they Tommy him up, it just doesn't it it's not the same. This guy is great. Yeah. So it's a I tell you what, in a sense, for me and you who are big time genre fans, it's a star making role because now I can see this guy in the MCU. Is he in good the actor? DCU? He's you know, because so he's been. I've only in, seen him in like little roles. Yeah, he in like Blue Mountain State. In uh, there's this movie called uh, The Turkey Bowl where he's plays the douchey bad guy in almost everything he's mm-hmm. in. In this, he's the straight laced good guy with a dry well, sense of humor. Like Chris Pratt. Well, like, he, but he nails it. His dry, intelligent sense of humor. He nails it in this. Yeah. Well, Chris Pratt always played like the asshole in things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like he finally got like a. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy changed his life. Yeah, you know, and then like, he became Paul Rudd. Yeah. He's like, he got on there and they're like, look, you've played the dopey dumbass and borderline prick. We need yeah. you to be Paul Rudd. He goes, done. I yeah. know it. So, uh, give me six months to lift weights and not drink beer. And no, be have good no to go. carb. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. So, I, so, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's well worth watching. Um, I, my notes even say I want a second season, but they announced a second season because it's their number one show. So, oh, that's awesome. What you got? 
I have um, I read the first trade of Alien since Marvel's taken them over. Yeah, I, I tried to read it. Didn't get into it? Nah. So it's called Bloodlines. Yeah, art was... Um, I miss the days of Dark Horse having aliens. Yeah. Uh, if I, and it, it wasn't bad. It just it didn't work for me. And it made me go back. And when I was a kid growing up... Uh, Alien was my favorite, and the, the action figures were the shit. And I have the old Dark Horse like mini comics that came with every Alien action figure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. It, like the art is spectacular in those, and I still have all those. Yeah, they comics. had some good stuff. Uh, I read it. It was okay. There's a couple. So the basic story is it's about this guy named Gabriel Cruz. He's a retired company man for Wayland Utani. He tries to go home. And uh, uh, make peace with his son, his estranged son that he uh, hasn't seen in a long time. And his son is actually hooked up with this extremist group, but he doesn't know that. And they go to the site where he was at and break in and all hell breaks loose via alien, all, as yeah. always. A couple things I liked about it. Um, they brought in an alpha alien. I don't know how far you got into it. So there's the I queen, read the first step is- issue. Skim through the second one. Didn't even look at. Okay, the so once you get through it, there's an alpha, which is like a uh, like a male version of the queen, but not as big. But it's just like a giant bull thing. Yeah, it's very the, cool. It's the head soldier. Yeah, it's a head soldier. Very very cool looking alien that's hunting them through the entire issue. Uh, there's a couple things about the aliens are basically created by a there's a little Prometheus stuff in there, but not too heavy into it. Like. Yeah. They were created by some other alien beings to keep other, like when we got too big for our britches and we left so Earth. So this book tried to explain? Just touches it. Just oh, okay. touches it. Because Prometheus is supposed to be the, the how they were created. So, and all it is is they're created to keep, co- like, systems within their own they're, they're, unique they're, they're an antivirus. Yeah, they're, they're an, an antivirus. So if you yeah. get too big... Aliens come in and knock you back down to Earth or, hmm. or whatever so to speak. you're from. So to speak. So to speak, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. Like they're just they just touch on it a little bit. Huh. Uh what I didn't think worked is they're not terrifying on paper. They're really not No, yeah. Like I get you that. need the element from the Although movies. I remember watching I mean reading some of the Dark Horse stuff and I thought, uh-huh. well, those are pretty scary. But then the more they come out, the more regular they become. Yeah, and, and the art is the guy did a pretty good job with the aliens, but like, I don't know. It's like the, they didn't do any of the shadow stuff. Like the soldiers are just out, and like in the first issue, first or second issue, they go back onto the ship, and I thought we were gonna see like cool weird aliens, because like uh, they had like cattle on the ship. Oh, so like an alien with a cow. Yeah, like a like cow that. thing. And I thought a we were gonna see alien, that because yeah. that was like very nineties. Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, but they didn't do any of that, and hmm. I, that really bothered me. And I wanted to see that like cheesy shit like that. Uh, although they hinted at at the end, there's a cat who's got the. Uh, oh, I did. You know what? I did see that. Yeah, I did. So I must have scanned through all of them. It's got the scars. It's got the scars. It was okay. I give it uh, two. I'd read another trade just but to it, see. Yeah, just to see. But uh, they didn't hold back on the violence, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, Marvel, uh, Marvel to do. Uh, DC's Black Label also is. Uh, you know, we, we talk about comics more off, uh, but uh, I can show you some of the comics I got uh, from the store. We got to go to Bugs. You got to meet me at Bugs and go. Oh have yeah, lunch yeah. One day. I want to do that. That's the thing I want to do. So the guy who wrote it though, that was the other thing I wanted to bring up because uh, I'm I just started reading this other thing. 
Uh, the author is Philip Kennedy Johnson, and the uh, the artist, which is not a bad artist, he just is. It just his style didn't work for me. It's uh, Salvador La Roca. Oh, I love him. I love his art. That's right. I love his art, but he used to do a lot of superhero stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So then I looked up Philip Kennedy Johnson because I've never read anything of his, yeah. and I picked up a DC Black Label on Hoopla, Last God. Oh, yeah? How was that? Uh, I'm just into the first two trades. It's basically like uh, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones type thing where there's an elite group of soldiers that took out a like a a godlike plant like on these black stairs uh which that's the story but it turns out it really wasn't the real story and now these slaves have to come up and like save the world and oh. it's spectacular like okay if it was a hbo you're, show, not, and this is not me shitting on you but your salesmanship of it i did not expect you to go spectacular after you just gave a little briefer i'm like oh so it's okay and then you're like spectacular i'm like oh well maybe now i gotta I'm check like one episode in or one issue, issue in yeah so far it's no really good. i mean it's the and I'll so like the bad out. guys are like it's a and they do like a uh, it's a lot of backstory. It, what it sounded like is it sounded like that's a tough elevator pitch for you because it's a weird story. Oh, very much. But is. then you said spectacular, and I thought, okay, well, he's, imagine Lord of so the Rings. So it's like a Matt Fraction story. It's yeah. weird but awesome. Imagine Lord of the Rings, but like bloodier, uh, like way bloodier. Insanity. And the bad guy uh, when they roll in, it's an infection, and there's a there's okay. a whole song about Ring Around the Rosie, but it's like a similar version of that. Okay. But the infection is like they walk. You walk in, and like the infection rips out of you like a plant. I'm and in. Just stabs a million people. I'm it's in. fucking spectacular. Uh, the art's great, and the artist is uh, on this one is Ricardo Federici. F e d e r i c i. Before good. we get into my next topic, and then the last topic, uh, if you got something before that, I got two left. But before we get into that, I did want to say this. Speaking of comic books. Um, Two things, really fast. Uh, I could not finish uh, Strange Adventures. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't finish the whole thing yet. I'll go back and finish it. Yeah, someday I will. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't love it. It felt paced exactly the same as Mr. Terrific. Mm -hmm. And I didn't particularly love that as much as everybody else did. I'm the same way. I don't Um, know what I'm missing. But what I I like the Mitch Gerard's art. But what I will say is I absolutely feel 100% with all my convictions that... Tom Taylor's Nightwing is the best superhero book going today. You have to read it. Okay. So I'm almost, I've got almost all the single issues after the first trade. Okay. And it's spectacular. Okay. Um, so Tom Taylor and Chip Sardosky, anything they write, I'm going to read from here on out because I love those guys right now. Okay. I need to do Super Sun. Let me know what you think of Chip's uh, Red Hood. I may not read that because you said it wasn't great, but his work in Marvel's fucking good right oh, now. Oh, it is very good. I'm just curious. I'm I'll just check curious. it out. I'll check it out. Um, it might have been the art for me. I didn't dig the but art. I'm, I'm going to add uh, uh, Tom Taylor's stuff for DC. Anything he's writing, I'm going to add over in my pull yeah. list because yeah. I love it. Um, my next topic is something that I kind of had been waiting to see. I think we briefly talked about it a little bit, but it popped up on HBO Max in the last week or so. I finally watched Nightmare, Nightmare Alley. Alley. You didn't watch it? Was it good? Uh, it's a four, maybe a four and a half out of five for me. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, I wanted to pull a trigger on Bradley all Cooper is fucking great. It's one of my favorite Bradley... No, it's my favorite Bradley Cooper performance of all time. And he ain't the only one that does great in it. Um, you watch The Star is Born? It's pretty good. It's a good performance. No, yeah, no, I haven't watched it, but I don't mind if Ooh, it is. Watch, it. I, watch I, it. And I feel like I should because I like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh, but 
this man, I wish I wish you'd seen it so we could talk about it. In fact, maybe you told me how to watch. Maybe you need to. Well, I watched it today, this morning, as I was typing up some reports. Yeah, I didn't Uh, have time for that. And I I feel like I want you to watch it, and then we'll have an episode dissecting it. Okay, let's do that. Boy, I tell you what, it is a layered, complex, fucking great story. Yeah, and wrapped around. Arguably one of the best cinematographer directors, uh, you know, cinematic directors yeah. of all time, and Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's creepy. I've it, never heard anybody say anything bad about it's it. It's so good. It, you know what it is? It's del Toro's um, prestige. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because prestige was like yeah. no one's underrated masterpiece. Oh, and it's gorgeous. And this is like. Because it involves some of the same things, like, you know, uh, con men and mm-hmm. magic and things like that. Only Del Toro's vision, which yeah. is unbelievable. I was in, I was like all in on the, the preview, and then I saw it came out. It's on Hulu and it's on HBO Max mm. for free on both. So if you don't have one, or if you have one, and not I the just other. talked about another show that's going to be doing that soon. Um, I can't remember what another movie. There's another movie coming out that's going to be on both of them at the same time because of the deals of the studios yeah. that are involved. But uh, I I tried to pull a trigger all weekend, but Harry was sick and oh no. Sorry, Disney Plus and uh, HBO Max, and it's going to be Free Guy from Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's going to be on both of them. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And then Netflix is doing the Spider-Man thing. They get Spider-Man before Disney Plus because of Sony. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, but whatever. Uh, no, I, I tried all weekend which, to watch it. Which Spider-Man's about to pass Avatar. Yeah, it's great. So, you know the Avatar 2 is like, I think it's almost done shooting. I didn't know that. I knew it was... I thought it was pre-production. I didn't know it was almost I'm done. I'm pretty sure it's almost done. And, and they're like, going to film three right after. I think so. Yeah. Like, I Talk about a movie that doesn't need a sequel. Right? It's not a great movie. Like, it was great in the theater the time in the theater. And, and then I watched it. it again, and I was like, this is fine. Yeah, it's Dances with Wolves and Aliens is what and it I, is. Yeah, I just... Anyway, what's your, you got one more topic for me uh, the last one? Have you watched How I Met Your Father? No. Uh, it's cheesy. Yeah. In like an okay way. Um, the nope. best parts about it is Hilly Duff, super hot. She's super hot. Only like three years younger than me. Oh. Uh, and her friend who's like, uh, some chick who has, a, she's, she's Jason Sudeikis character. Okay. In this version. Smoking hot. Smoking I che- hot. I will check it out. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris said he would. Uh, I can't remember what his one condition was, but he would only come back in one condition. And I believe as if it was, they could make a way, believable way for Barney to atone for everything he ever was. It's real early. And yeah. uh, it's real early. I'm, I watch it for like a throwaway 30 minute thing. That's what I did was Saved by the Bell and then I watched the whole fucking show. Yeah, and I like it. I think Hillary Duff's, uh, she's a good actress, and everybody in it is lovable characters or yeah. whatever. It's just the story's just it's whatever. It's uh, it's it's a story that got derivative and boring by the end of it the first time around. And then they so. did it again, and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to invest my time. Oh, in you it. did it. It's no happy endings. Oh, I'll happy endings. That. Yeah, that was that the most be. underrated. 30 minute TV show. One of them. Ever. One of them. It was a slew of some great shows that didn't get the life they should have lived. 
Um, just, that still goes down. Adam well, Polly's. So speaking of uh, romance and happy endings, the last topic I wanted to talk about <laughs> happy endings. That's a funny segue for there this. There you go. Uh, the first ever special episode we did on this show was our love fest, where we did an all day recording oh, yeah. for Valentine's Day. Now we're not doing that this year, but Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So I did want to ask. Monday, baby. I did want to ask. Uh, you got any uh, uh, fancy plans for the wife? You guys got anything big? No, because we just realized that it's Monday after Super Bowl Sunday. A week, a week from today as we record this. Yeah, which after Super Bowl Sunday, so I think we're going to do something Saturday night, like a little dinner or something. Yeah, we're doing Saturday night. Um, Where are you going? Are you inviting us? You know, one of the things I told Missy is I, 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 you know, just for the hell of it, like, check out that Dogwood Social Club. Uh, okay. Uh, which I'd be down, but here's what I'm doing. I don't care if it's during the day, it's a night. We're going to get really romantic, and we're going to go see Jackass Forever in the theater. Nice. And I've seen all three of them in the theater, and they stand as the three funniest things I've ever seen in the theater. Uh, and the reviews are spectacular. The reviews this. are really good, and he was on... I saw him in person at the Royal Rumble. Did you? Yeah, I went to the Royal Rumble. Did you not? Yeah, I saw the pictures. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, he was one of the entrants in the Rumble. Oh, nice. I Johnny saw Knoxville, him. of course, yeah. we're talking about. He was on, Johnny Knoxville was on Trevor Noah's uh, podcast, or TV, it was, uh, he was on the Daily, the Daily Show. Show. I always listen to the podcast for him, though. Uh, good interview. If you don't listen to anything else from that, it's it's a good interview. Like, it's very genuine about, like, him, and, like, he's asking about, like, the bull, because he was knocked out, like, bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bull was the thing that hurt him the most. Yeah, and he said uh, he had to take cognitive test scores for a couple months after that, and he was scoring like a 17. They're like, what's a good score? He's like, 100. Real real quick, uh, this is not to bring up the past topics on this conversation, but uh, a podcast with one of Joe Rogan's best friends. One of the, they do a a news, like current news segment at the end of it, and their producer brought up the Trevor Noah thing, and this guy goes hard. He goes, fucking soy boy Trevor Noah probably laying in and like blah 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 was going hard and then they played it and he goes well goddamn Chin why didn't you tell me he was like <laughs> he was gonna say so good for it went so hard also Trevor Noah is a uh, uh, minor league or minor boxer like he went to college boxing oh yeah, yeah he wouldn't so have beat this guy boy. he wouldn't have beat this guy up though this guy's Brendan Schaub former UFC uh, okay. top 10 heavyweight yeah. Nah, I get that. Yeah, he's not uh, a soy boy. No, he's, a, he's uh, a fighter. He's a, no, Trevor's great. I love Trevor. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I love Knoxville too, and I'm yeah. I'm stoked. I tell you this. Uh, well, if you do, if you guys I, want to do something afterwards, let me know. Yeah, I tell you this. this we're willing to plan our day. Like, yeah. if you guys want to get together for a fun night, there's no fucking way I could get my wife to go see Jack. No, no. But if you want to get together for a fun night, we'd yeah. go see Jackass in the day, and then go do something okay. like. Right. Dogwood after. I'm my fine mom was that. actually asking if she could watch my kids, so maybe. I just feel bad because like every other weekend. Oh, if she's asking, you got two grandparents. Yeah. You got more than that. Yeah. You're good. No, I only got two. Well, I'm talking about on two both that sides are willing, of you. Two that are willing to watch our kids overnight. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Rachel's mom not watch them? No, she will. My mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel's mom. My stepdad ain't watching the kids. Yeah, overnight. but you still have some that will pitch in. Though. Oh, Dennis I mean, and Carol, they're they're snowbirds. I'm man. not talking about Florida. them. I know they're them. Florida. I know them. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, like the kids, and they're like 15. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'd be a good time. I think that, like, you know, it's yeah, funny because I'll talk to Rachel. Yeah, I mean, we're to the age point, like where your cousin's like, ah, we don't. We're too broke right now to go out, or and we're we love romance. Don't get me wrong, but. 
going out and doing something fun and laughing at jackass sounds way better than yeah. waiting in line at an Italian restaurant. Because no, last year we did. Uh, we, we we always do it on an off weekend. Yeah, but since it's on a Monday, Saturday's going to be the prime night. Last year we went. We got a uh, what's that steak and seafood restaurant that starts with a B over by the uh, um over by O'Fallon. Um, Bristol's. We got Bristol's okay, yeah. to go. Brought it home. Steak and lobster. Spectacular. I've never done seafood to go. It's not bad. Okay. Especially if you get. You got to eat it quick. Yeah, you got like you got to be within ten minutes of your house, but it's great. Well, that is thankfully. So yeah. I don't know that we have anything else to talk about. I don't uh, think so. We don't have Miss Tom. We don't have a Tom. We don't have a Jay. Miss Jay too. But we but do I have CJ more than I see Tom. That's right. <laughs> uh, but we do have a bender. Hold on to your butt. We're gonna play the music. 